Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Kingdom Speak. We're going to continue our discussion on purpose and understanding. This will grow your brain today, so you want to tune in. Welcome to Kingdom Speak with Pastor Daniel McKillop. Welcome back, loyal listeners of Kingdom Speak. Man, I've been digging into our YouTube comments, which is a double-edged sword, because sometimes you don't want to read that stuff. (laughs) Come across this one. Listen to this. This guy, well, person, pardon me, anonymous nobody on YouTube said this. Great conversation. Is that literally anonymous nobody? (laughs) But you're really not anonymous anymore because we're quoting you on Kingdom Speak. So Yeah. yeah, whoever you are. Great conversation. This was talking about our episode on fellowship a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think the pastors that disfellowship other churches over trivial matters realize how it affects their congregation. How can they expect their local congregation to be unified and fellowship one another if they are not showing the example themselves? And when they begin to isolate themselves from other churches, that has an effect on their church as well. Thank you for this balanced conversation. Thank you very much. For wow. Awesome. We like the feedback. We love the digital amens. We got another one from Shirley who said, I would love for you to have Brother Enzi back on. I absolutely love this. I've suffered for years with health problems. God hasn't healed me yet, but I'm still trusting Mm. him and serving him. Wow. Thank you for that. Wow. Thank you for listening. Thank you for the feedback. As always, we love the feedbacks. We love those. As always... We love hearing from our listeners. Yes. We really like hearing from listeners. Not so much the people who push the buttons, but we like hearing from <laughs> listeners. Kingdom speakers. Yeah. So keep the feedback rolling. If you haven't left us a review on Apple Podcasts, you're overdue. It's been over a year that you've been listening mm-hmm. without a review. That's unacceptable. And it isn't that difficult. No. Right? No, and you will feel so good about yourself. Oh. And we'll feel better about you. Yeah. It's liberating to know that you have reviewed us and given us five (laughs) (laughs) obligatory (laughs) stars. Yeah. Yeah. So last week was an episode of... Uh, Go ahead. I got a question. Any of you guys have a meal of staters (laughs) over the last week? (laughs) Did yours get fixed? Did you fix your stater? Well, I ate it. I ate the it. stater platter? Yeah. <laughs> After your little bomb of wisdom went off last week. How's I the am, boat working? Let's not talk about it yet. Uh, give me another week. I don't fully understand what's going on. <laughs> Any boat experts out there that can help the pastor out, he would appreciate you. It's uh, still afloat. Oh, well, yeah. That's, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. So last week, Pastor McKillop was on a bit of a rant, I must say. Kind of cleared a rant. the rant. F- well, he cleared the floor a few times Seriously. about a couple issues. Yeah, yeah. yeah yep. kind of. If you didn't hear it, go back. You need to hear yeah. it. <sighs> yeah. So we get on this discussion. You guys want me to show you what a rant is? <laughs> <laughs> no. 
you should you should hear all the ones that never I'd never let out. <laughs> Boy, ain't that the truth? <laughs> Very yeah. frequently, they just stay inside. Yeah, they should. Yeah, yeah. So we were talking about understanding versus knowledge. Yes, and then we kind of moved towards we need a man of understanding to get the purpose out of us because it's all about the purpose. Right. Purpose is within a man's heart, Mm -hmm. like deep water. Mm -hmm. And everybody has it. Everybody has it. Mm -hmm. But a man of understanding draws it out. Mm -hmm. Because you can stand there and maybe feel like, authentically feel like you don't have purpose. And it takes someone else to pull that out of you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I I think you would agree with this. Um, I I don't believe that it's possible to mine the depths of your purpose without having men of understanding around you Mm. to help pull it out of you. Mm -hmm. You got to have somebody that believes in you. Yep. Yeah. Isolation is not good on that kind of stuff. It isn't. Because you just affirm your own opinion and say, yeah, no, I really am a loser. And I'm, Right. terrible, awful person. And, and, and you, it, it gets lost on you mm-hmm. that it's in you. Mm-hmm. Purpose is within a man's heart. It's not around a man. It's mm-hmm. not in another place. It's not in a position. Mm-hmm. If I could just get this position, then I could, yeah, I could, right. I could find my purpose, right? Mm-hmm. If they would just put me over the choir, mm-hmm. if they would just make me the manager, mm-hmm. Um, then I would find my purpose. Mm-hmm. No, you, your gift will bring you before great men. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you've got to understand that purpose is within you. It's not within somebody else. Yeah, it's key. They may have the understanding to help you discover what's in you, but your purpose is never buried in somebody else. It's within you. So when you are liberated, okay, from the, from the competitive edge of my purpose is in you. Somehow you have power over my purpose. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden I have to compete with you. I am, I'm stuck in a track of, of I'm starting a business and then the moment you start one, you threaten me. Ooh, yeah. I'm singing and the moment you start singing, you threaten me. Mm-hmm. I'm taking guitar lessons the moment you start playing a guitar you close the field down and all of a sudden you threaten my purpose, right? Yeah, that's right. When, when the reality is, is if I can pursue what God put in me, there's not a man or a woman alive that can threaten it. That's right. And, and hinder it. It's almost like a paranoia of... Right. David's a classic case of this. I don't care that Saul's sitting on your throne, son. Mm-hmm. You're, anointed, you're anointed and you're king. You may not have a scepter and may still be... It may still be um, wielding a staff and and dealing with the mess of shepherding a flock, mm-hmm. but you're a king, and don't ever be threatened by a Saul who's sitting on your throne. But do you understand that? Right? You got to understand that. Yeah. It, once you understand that purpose is within you, like deep water. Mm-hmm. Once you get that understanding then you are free from running around having to poison everybody else's well. <laughs> and you just go ahead and try to draw it out. Yeah. Draw it out of me. 
Mm-hmm. You need to have that approach. I'm going to go to the house of God today, and I want my pastor to draw the purpose of God out of me. Mm. Okay? Since when? You know, we, we, we use this scripture, and it's right. It's it's honorable thing. It's okay. Desire the office of a bishop. He that desireth the office of a bishop desireth a good thing. There's nothing wrong with desiring the office of a bishop. But I got a question, a sincere question to ask you. Since when did desiring the office of a bishop entitle you to be permitted to covet that position? Mm-hmm. Now all of a sudden you you are shooting at whoever is in the position of a bishop just because you desire the office of a bishop. It's okay to desire it, but everybody that desires desires it doesn't get it. Yeah, is it in you? Is it in you? Mm-hmm. Okay, so your your earth. You you think you got a fish in you? Really? Mm-hmm. There's a star in you. Twinkle, twinkle, little. No, that's a dust haze coming up because you've quit producing grass in your pursuit of pursuit of trying to produce stars. And, and you're wondering why your life is, is deteriorating mm-hmm. to just a dusty, chaotic, non-productive mm-hmm. existence. Okay. It's because you've stopped producing what is in you. It's in you. It's not in somebody else. It's in you. And a man of understanding will draw it out of you. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm asking today, every, every one of us, could, could you handle... Could you let me speak to let me speak to your your youth group? Let me speak to your generation. Can you handle one of your brothers being anointed to be a king? Ouch. Yeah. How, how do you respond to Joseph coming down and saying, you know, I had I had this dream last night? And and I know we wear Joseph out for his immature mm-hmm. expression of what God had had just revealed to him via a dream. But what would have happened if his brothers would have been a little more mature also and said, hey, you know what? If, if it's part of who you are and it's part of the purpose of God for you, then kudos. I'll bow if that's what God says I'm supposed to do. What, what would have happened? Can, can we really handle God reaching into the midst of our youth group and pulling a missionary out of it? A preacher? Mm-hmm. Out of it. What if your best friend can out preach you? What mm-hmm. What if, what if my one of my friends has a church that's larger than me? What What if God allows him access to stages that I never walk on? Is that a problem for me? Mm-hmm. Or do I understand who I am? Mm. And the moment that I understand who I am, I'm not competing against him. Right. I'm trying to discover who I am. And at that moment, I cease being frustrated trying to be him. And I'm more frustrated because I'm not really being who God says that I can be. Very practical stuff. That Think, think about this. We talk often about Peter, James, and John. How would you like to be Bartholomew? Tell me something he did. Go ahead. Uh... Hmm. I'd have to Google it. Brother Randy? Is your mic not working? Uh, <laughs> Everybody knows Peter preached the day of Pentecost. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that John laid his head 
on Jesus' breast. Mm-hmm. And if we're not careful, we start looking at guys saying the reason that you have that degree of access to Jesus is you're just hobnobbing around the who's who. Oh, yeah. Yep. And you manage to strike it. Yeah. So if I can get around the right people, mm. I can get a break. It's the rat race. Oh, yes. As if a gift that's in you won't bring you before a great man. What's the Bible say about promotion? Cometh neither. <laughs> <laughs> from the oh, east. Let's not worry about the Bible. Okay. Yeah. Can I, can no, we're I, all there. We're, we're all there. We're all there. Some level, right? We're all there. Yeah. So we're all disciples. Yeah. We're all disciples. Mm-hmm. But when we go to the garden to pray, mm-hmm. guess what? He looks at John and Peter and James, says, Come on a little bit farther. I want you to pray with me in here a little bit further. No, 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 no. You guys stay right here. What? What do you mean I'm going to stay here? You, you want, you're you okay with me being in the garden and you're okay with me praying, but you're not okay with me praying as near to you as Peter is praying to you. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine how Thomas felt, Bartholomew felt, Nathaniel felt? Yeah, yeah totally. Right? What about, what, about the, what about the Man of Transfiguration? Where, where they, they see Jesus... Take Peter, James, John, go up the mountain. No, 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 you guys stay here. Well, what are you guys doing? Where, where, where are you guys yeah, going? Yeah, what did I do? Yeah. Uh, seriously? I'm off the list. It's not a bit of wonder that they would bring up every once in a while that James and John's mom was asking that mm-hmm. one sit on one side, one sit mm-hmm. on the other. Right? Mm. And if you're not careful... It gets lost on us that maybe Jesus just does love John. That doesn't mean he doesn't love everybody else. But there's something about John. Mm-hmm. Even amongst Peter, James, and John, it got a little contentious. Sure did. The little shoreline discussion where Jesus had to look at Peter when he asked about John and say, Hey, what's that to you, pal? <laughs> Follow me. <laughs> right? What, what if I let John live until I come back? You follow me. It's, it's, we miss out on some of those personality clashes that no doubt happened. No doubt, right? Can you believe? Old Thomas gets a rap. But yep. Thomas stayed at the bottom of the mountain, man, yep. and didn't say, well, bless God, if I can't be up there on the top of Mount of Transfiguration, mm-hmm. then I ain't even going to be a disciple. You can catch, I'll catch you all later. He'll either let me pray close to him or I won't follow him at all. No, Thomas understood. This is my role, and I'll stay down here and wrestle with this devil while Peter, James, and John is with Jesus, Moses, Elijah, which he didn't even know everything about that at the time, up atop of the mountain, and I'm going to stay down here and struggle with the devil that I'll never get the victory over. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to be here when you come back down. I'm not cashing in my discipleship just because I'm not as close to Jesus as maybe somebody else. I, do, I may not have the access mm-hmm. that somebody else has, but I know who I am, mm-hmm. and I know I've got a role to play in the kingdom, and I know if I don't stick around that it's going to be a problem for me and for the kingdom. So I'm going to stick around. And before it was over, Jesus did instill that mission in everyone that was there. Sure he did. But there were days, you know, you know it, that there were human sides to those guys that were. You think clashing? You oh. think? 
Oh, I wonder what Peter's doing to get such access to Jesus. I know how Peter talks, right? Yeah, that guy's a cussing, <laughs> raging, impulsive. If Jesus only knew what Peter was saying. <laughs> right, right. Man. Why is the pastor using that guy to lead? Why is, yeah, yeah. doesn't he know? Yeah. Oh, we've never had those thoughts. Doesn't he know what he's done? Do you understand mm. what he's done? Do you understand that he got it right with God? Mm-hmm. Men of understanding will follow God even if they have to from a distance because they get the concept that I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of God mm-hmm. than to dwell and own property in hell. I, 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 don't, I don't care. That's what I would rather do. When you get an understanding, it unlocks revelation. I, 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 really, I really hope, and it, it would almost seem like revelation would have to precede understanding, but, but men of understanding... Get access to things mm-hmm. from God, revelation, secrets yep. that nobody else gets. Okay? So one such example of this is, is Abraham, who gets a visit from, from the angel of the Lord, and he comes and, and he looks at Abraham. And what's he say to Abraham in Genesis chapter 18? 18 verse 17 says. He's on his way. He's, he's got a head of steam on. He's, he's ready to roll. He's going to steamroll Sodom and Gomorrah. Mm-hmm. But on his way, he stops and talks to Abraham. And the Lord said, Shall I hide from Abraham that thing which I do, seeing that Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation? Whoa. Nation? Nation? Did, did, did you read that right? Nation? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. The questions that Abraham's asking God is I don't even have a son. Am I supposed to leave my inheritance to a, to a servant? Mm-hmm. But do you know what? God was looking at Abraham and seeing something in him. When Abraham couldn't even see a son, God could see a nation. Yes, sir. The same God that looked at earth and saw grass and herb yielding seed and looked at the firmament and saw stars and planetary bodies and beings and looked in the water and saw fish swimming. That same God looked in Abraham and understood there's a nation in you when nobody around even sees you rocking a baby. Mm. Read. Seeing that Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. Oh, yeah. For I know him, Mm. that he will command his children and his household after him. (sighs) They shall keep the way of the Lord to do justice and judgment that the Lord may bring upon Abraham that which he hath spoken of him. Wow. Men of understanding know what to do with the seed. We talked about this in the last episode. Mm -hmm. Everything God creates has continuity within it. Yes. Everything. So then it becomes a a matter of managing what he's put in you. Managing what he's bringing out of you. Every one of us that are listening today, every one of us was a seed before we were fruit. Mm -hmm. Somebody in a generation above us, not just biologically, but even spiritually, we were in seed form. Mm -hmm. Somebody was content to be who they were and reproduce who they were so that I could become who I am. So men of understanding reproduce who they are instead of pretending to be something that they're not. 
If we'd ever get this understanding, so big. God will not bless who I think I am. Right. That's why he's going to look at Jacob and say, who are you? Tell me, what is your name? You've been pretending to be Esau all of your life, but you're asking me to bless you, and I will not bless an Esau if it's a Jacob. That's right. Come to grips with who you are. Figure out who you are. And then I will pull the purpose out of you. The moment that you tell me you're Jacob and quit pretending to be Esau is the moment that I will look at you and say, now there's an Israel in you. Mm -hmm. He had an Israel in him, but he was calling himself Esau. So we have got to come to grips with who is in us. And the man of faith, like Abraham, that will command his seed after him. Mm -hmm. That man is a man that God won't keep secrets from. Hmm. I can't, I can't, can't go, hide that I can't me. go do this and not tell Abraham. This is going to affect him. Why did Abraham have access to divinely classified information? Because he knew what to do with his seed. And God knew it. And God knew that he knew what to do with his seed before he even gave it to him. What would happen if we started taking dominion and command over the seed that God has put within us? I think that we would unlock a dimension of revelation that really, really is, is, is second to, any, to, to, to nothing we've ever experienced up until this point. Churches of revelation and churches that that you can tell a church that has revelation. Yes. That's a, that's a church that's being led by a man of understanding. Just like if you're talking to someone who you can tell right away if, if they're the kind of person who has a grasp on their identity. You know what well I mean? Well said. Well said. And they're, you know they're not trying to be someone else. It's real. It's it's a relief to just be around those kind of people. Absolutely, they're not trying to be someone else. You don't feel threatened by them. That's right. Or they don't feel threatened by yeah, you. Yeah, it's a safe environment. Your dreams are safe with them. Yeah. Your ambitions, righteous yeah. ambitions, yeah. are safe with them. Yeah. Uh, you, 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 not everybody can handle your dream. And no. really, and 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 I know that Jacob ne or uh, Joseph needs to present it properly. But, bro, we need to be able to receive someone else's dream yes. and go, hey, man, I buy into that. Yeah. That doesn't hurt you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad your business is prospering. Yeah, I'm sure. glad that your ministry is burgeoning. I'm, I'm glad that you're building another church. That doesn't mean that my church is deteriorating or falling apart or... Or that he's... Or that he's any better than you. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. But it takes understanding. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to rejoice when another church is being blessed with a 30, 40 soul revival and it's mm -hmm. just busting wide open. And I may be going through a season of purging. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to hang on long enough. My, my season will come. My season will come. Mm. But it takes more than knowing this. It takes understanding this. There's... There's a whole aspect here that I think we need to talk about that may be a little bit of a shift, but, but it's the same principle. And that is the role that understanding plays 
in the arena of morality. All right. I, I, I think that we would get a hearty amen from all of our listeners that would say, we're living in a sexually charged, sensual, mm-hmm. immoral mm-hmm. epic of time. For sure. Morals are gone, man. There's no moorings that are holding anything to a similitude of morality. Feels good, do it. Driven by the lust of the flesh. With no understanding, okay? No understanding. And to think that we can divorce that climate from the church world mm-hmm. is, is, is an ignorant thing. Again, yeah. with continuity of yep. men of Issachar understand that the climate of the world does affect the church. And we've got, we've got to talk to our young people about this. We're trying to raise moral young people in an immoral society. That's right. And they need more than knowledge to combat the ever-progressive nature of immorality. Jezebel is screaming from the rooftops, man. Mm. Mm-hmm. The days of just experiencing the onslaught of immorality at the magazine racks are long gone. Yeah. Yeah. Long gone. Our our youth groups are infiltrated with sensuality. It's bombarded them. Social media, mm. uh, uh, friends, mm. maybe if they are, are surrounded by friends that are, they don't have the privilege of going to a Christian school, that climate gets a hold of them. We need, to, we need to pray that God gives our young people an understanding. Because right. if, if you ever get an understanding of how this works, not just know that adultery and fornication is wrong, and not just know that pornography is wrong, but understand what it will do to you. There's a difference between knowing something and understanding something. Knowing that drug, the drug culture is wrong and understanding the end of the road where the drug drug scene will take you is a different thing. I think I think if understanding ever is unlocked in somebody, then that's the first line of defense. Yeah, when you see the end road of an addict. Yeah. Then you reverse engineer that and say, "Yeah, I'm not starting down that path." Yeah. I understand. Mm-hmm. I, I I could get all preachy right now, but I understand I'm a child of God. I'm worth more than a one-night stand. Mm -hmm. I understand that God has purpose within me. I'm worth more than dating that that, that, and being unequally yoked with that unbeliever Mm -hmm. or flirting around with that website. Or or I understand the worth that that God has put within me, and so I'm not going to let myself get caught up in that. Without an understanding of who you are, you can struggle with that. And without an understanding of the danger of what you're flirting with, you're, you're set up for a train wreck. Yes, you're ignorant, right? You're ignorant. Mm-hmm. You're ignorant. And and the writer in Proverbs, you know, so many times the, the verses in Proverbs are standalone universes, you know. Mm-hmm. They, they, they very seldom do you have to go for contextual support uh, in Proverbs. It's just like one line after another, and he just kind of drops these bombs, you know. When he gets talking about sensuality, mm-hmm. the lust of the flesh, immorality, 
he dedicates a few chapters to it. And I want you to, you to, to read the 32nd verse of Proverbs chapter 6. Whoso committeth adultery with a woman lacketh understanding. Wow. He that doeth it destroyeth his own soul. Let that sink in for a minute. He who committeth adultery with a woman lacketh understanding. I don't think there's anybody that's ever committed adultery that would go, oh, I didn't know it was wrong. Right. No, you know it, right? You know. Don't understand. But you don't understand. You don't understand what it's going to do to your marriage. Mm -hmm. You don't understand what it's going to do to your children. Mm -hmm. You don't understand what it's going to do to your grandchildren. Oh, yeah, we're going that far. Now, I say this carefully, the forgiveness of God. If someone is listening to us and that's in your past, we are not discussing this to open up old wounds. And we're not discussing this to bring anything uh, out from under the blood. Thank God for the blood. Mm -hmm. Okay? But let us speak a little precautionary word to those that have not yet gone down that road. Mm -hmm. Okay? If you're really honest with yourself, and that's in your past, you'd be standing up wherever you are right now, clapping your hands, saying, please, please, Pastor McKillop, tell him not, don't do it. It's not worth it. I've regretted it a thousand times. Please don't let my child get caught up in that. Please. Okay? He ties understanding to morality. He that committeth adultery just doesn't understand. He don't understand the impact that this is going to have on his own soul let alone everybody else's soul. Now, here's the reality. The man that knows it's wrong, but is continuing to flirt with it, he's doing what he shouldn't do, Mm -hmm. but he's selling himself the logical argument that I will be the exception. Yeah, that's right. Okay? Notice notice the context of Proverbs chapter 6, beginning at verse 24. Mm -hmm. to keep thee from the evil woman, from the flattery of the tongue of a strange woman, lest not after her beauty in thine heart. So this is what you do if you want to keep away from this. Neither let her take thee with... Don't lust in your heart. Right. Neither let her take thee with her eyelids, for by means of a whorish woman, a man is brought to a piece of bread, and the adulteress will hunt for the precious life. Can a man take fire in his bosom? He had guys in mind Mm -hmm. that he was talking to at this point. Now, I'm just going to shoot straight with all the guys and gals here today. That covers us all, by the way. There's no other options. <laughs> okay? Listen to me. You're not an exception. Mm-hmm. I am not above an immoral fall. Mm-hmm. You cannot play with fire and not get burnt. Right. Is that not what he says? That's what he says. He's trying to wake him up. Go. It's a law. Can one go upon hot coals and his feet not be burned? So he that goeth into his neighbor's wife, whosoever toucheth her, shall not be innocent. You're not going to be able to take fire in your bosom and control it without being burned. You're not going to be able to walk on coals of fire. So that little girl you're flirting with down at the corner store, Mm -hmm. you know you're married. Mm -hmm. You know very well that it's not right. 
But do you understand what you're doing? You know it. You don't understand. But you don't understand it. You know the website's wrong. You know it. Do you understand what it's doing to you? Mm. It's rewiring your brain, literally. Do you understand that pornography will literally rewire how you think? Mm -hmm. You know it's wrong, but to understand it is an entirely different scenario. Um, Verse 32. But whoso committeth adultery with a woman lacketh understanding. Right. He just doesn't get it. Mm -hmm. He doesn't get it. Then in chapter 7, just for the sake of time, Mm -hmm. verse 1. My son, keep my words and lay up my commandments with thee. Yeah. Say unto wisdom, thou art my sister, and call understanding thy kinswoman. Oh, if you're going to fall in love, if you're going to fall in love with any woman, Mm -hmm. fall in love with this woman called understanding. Yeah. 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 She'll keep you from the strange woman. That's right. Yeah. Fall fall in love with her. Embrace her. Exalt her. Yeah. Promote her. And she will exalt you. Yep. That's the girl to go after. That's the girl to date with. <laughs> That's the girl. That's the girl that your wife won't have a problem with you talking to. Right. Right? Yes, sir. Right. Yeah. Your wife wants you to have a relationship with that girl. Yep. Know her. Understand her. Okay? Read mm-hmm. on. That they may keep thee from the strange woman. Yeah. From the stranger with flattereth with her words. Yeah. For at the window of my house, I looked through my so here he goes. and beheld among the simple ones, I discerned among the youths, a young man void of understanding. He, he sees from the window amongst the simple ones. Notice, notice how methodical he is with hammering this message out. Amongst the simple ones, the ones that just don't get it. They're ignorant. Yeah. Okay? This is the guy the ones that have got fire in their bosom. Mm-hmm. And don't think they're getting burnt. Mm-hmm. Everybody around can see the smoke, <laughs> just a just a billowing. But oh no, Homer's going to be the exception. <laughs> Everybody else can see that you're walking across the coals of, of, of fire, and your feet are blistering. But oh no, not you. We got this. No, I got this. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring her. She's mm-hmm. gonna be a convert. We're gonna win her to God. Mm-hmm. This is gonna work out. And you don't understand you're not an exception amongst the simple ones was a man void of understanding where was he he was down on the street near her corner what's he doing down there he knows it's wrong you can't tell me that he's not in that part of town knowing i shouldn't be here there's little bells going off i shouldn't be here every one of us that is listening today has had those experiences where you end up somewhere that you know you're not supposed to be Mm -hmm. but you think you can handle it there's a life of regret just on the other side of that corner. She wins him over. He yields to her. If you go to Proverbs chapter 8, mm-hmm. okay, she's wounded many. Her house is the way to hell. Mm-hmm. Strong men have been slain by her. You're not going to win. You're not going to win. Mm-hmm. Run back to the arms of understanding. That'll keep you out of the arms of a strange woman. Yeah. Okay? But he didn't. He's now in the arms of a strange woman. Mm-hmm. And what does he say that wisdom's doing in chapter 8? Doth not wisdom cry? Oh, it's crying. And understanding put forth her voice. <sighs> she standeth in the top of high places 
by the way in the places of the paths. She crieth at the gates, at the entry of the city, at the coming in at the doors. Unto you, O men, I call, and my voice is to the sons of man. O ye simple, understand the wisdom, and ye fools be of an understanding heart. Oh, men, men, let's just agree. We're all men here. Let's just agree. We need to be careful. You don't need to be texting that woman. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's, I'm very careful. I'll never meet with a lady one-on-one, ever. It's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Well, what's wrong? You don't, you don't trust yourself? No, that's right. You said it. You said it. I think a, a prime a prime example of this would be the previous vice president of the United States. He never met with a woman alone. And guess what? The president had a few folks coming out saying some oof, <laughs> a little adverse things about uh, his uh, his reputation in the arena of morality. He may have <laughs> a little understanding. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't hear that about the vice president, did you? Mm. If you can be the vice president and keep your morals, then you can be a youth leader and do it. Mm-hmm. You can run your business and do it. We just need to be careful. We, we, we know it's wrong. We know it's wrong. But we need to ask God to give us an understanding. Men of understanding, no, I'm going to take it up a notch. I'm, I, I, I cannot handle the coals I'm standing on, so I'm getting out of here. Yeah, the solution is not to put your head in the sand and ignore it. You've got to get some understanding about it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Just not talking about it or avoiding it is not the answer to any of it. No. You know, if if you're a young person, you really do need to see the end of an addict's life. That will give you some understanding to help you realize, ah, I'm not going to go ahead and experiment with drugs. Yeah, for sure. Man. When you get, I hope this, this point is being communicated. When you get understanding, mm-hmm. it empowers yeah. you. Yeah. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened. There's, there's something about understanding mm-hmm. that gives you stability. It'll keep you from backsliding. Mm-hmm. It'll keep you from falling. It'll it, it, it'll keep your head in the game. We think, know our doctrine. Do we understand it? Yeah. We yeah. know that we need to live holy lives, but do we understand it? People that know it can continually struggle with where the line of modesty really is. But when you get an understanding of what holiness really is, those people never struggle with it. No, sir. They never struggle with it. There's, there's a, a man by the name of Nebuchadnezzar in Scripture that societally was a success man. He, he, he was at the peak of his, of his career. Yeah. And God sent him a message because he was obviously picking up a little arrogance in him. Mm-hmm. And he said, uh, just, just a little uh, quick breaking news moment here. Don't run around thinking, beating your chest, saying, this is all me. <laughs> okay? Just factor me into this. He was ignorantly arrogant. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 
to say that he didn't have smarts, mm. he clearly knew how to run a kingdom. Mm. Yeah, he was king. He was king. And he, he, he was king of the world, so to speak. I mean, Babylon was it. I didn't understand, though, did he? The Bible says he goes out. I, I, I just, I don't understand this. <laughs> I don't understand this. After getting a message from God about this, and what's he say in Daniel chapter 4 and verse 30? He said, Is not this great Babylon that I have built for the house of the kingdom? That I have built? By the might of my power. <laughs> what a brainy guy. <laughs> it feels awkward to even say this. Yeah. And for the honor of my majesty. My majesty. Look what I did in my might. And okay, it it's number one, it's it's arrogant to just say that. Yeah. But to say that after you have been forewarned. Yeah. That's a level of ignorance that Yeah. <laughs> so before we read verse thirty one. Yeah. Yeah. We got to go to the narrator's voice. Yes. Now, this is not the king anymore. He uh, says, yes. While the word was in the king's mouth, <laughs> <laughs> there fell a voice from heaven saying, O king Nebuchadnezzar, to thee it is spoken, the kingdom is departed from thee, and they shall you drive he, thee. <laughs> he didn't say, Your kingdom is departed from thee. No. But back two verses earlier, the verse right. earlier, it's my kingdom and yeah. what I have done. The voice from heaven <laughs> says, Hey, I took the kingdom. From you. Yeah, that's it's, right. It's already <laughs> gone. Right. It, yeah, it's not yours. Yep. And they shall drive thee from men, and thy dwelling shall be with the beasts of the field. Mm. They shall make thee to eat grass as oxen, and seven times shall pass over thee, <laughs> until thou know that the Most High ruleth in the kingdom of men, oh. and giveth it to whomever, whomsoever he will. Oh. So... So that was fast. That was fast. While the words were still in his mouth, brother. I um in 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 heaven's instant replay room. Mm -hmm. That is something I would love to see. How did that go down? Did did he did he go from the heights of expressing that arrogant mm -hmm. viewpoint mm -hmm. to just turning around and walking out and all of his servants going, Hey, where's he going? Where where where's the king going? You know, quite likely never touched a doorknob in years because there's someone that's always opening oh, the door sure. for him. For sure. And 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 he's he's not following the script. We're we got a protocol, we got a banquet, we got where's he going? He's going out. Yeah. You have a twelve thirty meeting, I don't to know. To the where field you're headed, but. <laughs> and they couldn't stop him. No. Walks out of the regions of opulence, royalty, pageantry. Walks across the yard, past the guard's gate. Climbs over the fence, doesn't even go through the gate. Unbelievable. And gets on all fours. Mm -hmm. Think about the first staff meeting after that. What happened to the king? Mm -hmm. We've been out trying to talk to him. He won't come in. <laughs> nope. <laughs> you know... He went, uh, he, he, you ready for this? He went vegan. He's eating grass. Oh. Sorry, I'm, I apologize to all the vegans in the audience. <laughs> Quite a transformation in a very short time. 
from a king to a beast. That's a long ways to fall. A long ways to fall. And it's understanding that keeps a man in one or one arena or the other. Wow. It's yep. understanding. It's understanding. You know, real quickly, Daniel 9 and 2 says that that Daniel was, was a man that by reason of books mm-hmm. understood understood that the children of Israel were in captivity and it was about if you look at the timeline of events 68 years into a 70 year captivity hmm. because a man like Daniel was a man of understanding a man that understood the times he said um, I don't want to be in captivity any longer than what I need to be so Surely somebody wrote it down yeah. somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is good. Somebody had to keep record of what God said somewhere. Mm-hmm. And he went back and found it. And he starts pushing a message because he has an understanding that we're almost done. We're almost done. We're coming out. We're not, we're not going to stay in here. We need those kind of messages of understanding. And do you realize that people began leaving captivity 68 years into a 70-year reign or sentence if you will because a man of understanding began preparing the way and said i'm not just going to wait around but i'm going to start preaching with an understanding and he literally collapsed timetables because of understanding he cracked the code he cracked the code another example on the other end of the spectrum is moses who is who is called to be the leader of a group of people who have been foretold prophetically that they will sojourn in a strange land for mm-hmm. 400 years right. under the crack of, of Egyptian whips, okay? And Moses, 390 years into this, looks out of the palace window. He understands there's a shift coming. I'm called to be your deliverer. Mm-hmm. I'm called to change the, the narrative here. Mm-hmm. We're not going to be slaves forever. And at that moment, he sees an Egyptian beating an Israelite, and the deliverer in him comes alive. Now, I've given Moses a bit of a bad rap saying, you know, he was a bit, a bit before time, and mm-hmm. maybe a bit impulsive. And he went out and lost control and killed the Egyptian. But I, I, I got a little, a little insight Mm-hmm. onto this that that maybe Moses wasn't operating as abstractly and irrationally as I have painted him to to have operated in the past Acts chapter 7 mm-hmm. and verse 25 says it says for he supposed his brethren would have understood oh there's a big word how that God by his hand would deliver them but they understood not he went out there thinking when they see me coming to their defense, they're going to understand I'm their deliverer. But they didn't understand. I don't know if this is what played into it, but but as a result of that, he goes on a 40-year trek to the wilderness. Could that be, could that be, just throwing it out for your consideration, why we waited 430 years before they're brought out of captivity? Mm-hmm. Could it be that understanding would keep you in a captive situation longer than what even God intended for you to be in? 
Ignorant wanderers. <laughs> could it be that if I could grab the book and get some understanding, I might get out two years early? Oh, yes, Lord. Mm-hmm. Could it be that men of understanding can help lead a church, lead the people of God? Could it be that the people of God with understanding would be able to properly interpret the actions of a Moses and go, I know what he's doing. I get it, pastor. I see it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to banish you to the, the, the regions, the nether regions of the wilderness hmm. till I grow up a bit so I can get a better grasp on what your activity was. It took seven passes of time of Nebuchadnezzar just chewing away with all the cattle. Okay? Seven epics of time passed over him. And then all of a sudden, these, these are some of my favorite scriptures right here. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you've got someone that you've kind of lost hope and faith for, you need to read this passage of Scripture, mm-hmm. print it out, bookmark it. The mercy of God will reach a long ways. Verse 34, At the end of the days, I, Nebuchadnezzar, lifted up mine eyes unto the heaven. Now get this. He's been around and surrounded with beasts. Have, mm-hmm. you, ever, have you ever gone by a field and just saw a cow looking up into the heavens? Now, that'd be weird. Mm. Beasts don't look up. Right? That's right. Have you ever ran around and just saw your dog? Yep. Just sitting there, just kind of, you know, every once in a while, they'll stare off at the moon, and mm. that's just a little weird. Mm-hmm. Typically, beasts just keep their head down. Keep their head down. Mm-hmm. Nebuchadnezzar, for whatever reason, some little switch went off, and he started lifting his eyes back. Mm-hmm. Read on. And mine understanding returned unto me. Oh, God. And I blessed the Most High and praised and notice, honored him. Notice. That the, liveth forever. The immediate response of a man of understanding is to bless God. Yeah. Quite a change from the top of the <sighs> chapter, isn't it? A man of understanding continues to honor God even though he's not praying as far in the garden as everybody else. A man of understanding will go ahead and praise God even though he's at the bottom of the mountain and three of his buddies are at the top. That's right. That's right. He's got an understanding. Read on. I blessed him. I praised him and honored him that liveth forever, whose dominion is an everlasting dominion. Oh, yes, it is. His kingdom is from generation to generation. And all the inhabitants of the earth are reputed as nothing. And he doeth according to his will... In the army of heaven. This this God, this God that we serve mm. is the boss, brother. Yeah. <laughs> Nebuchadnezzar, yeah. Nebuchadnezzar still in the field, no haircut, no fingernails clipped, not nothing. Mm-hmm. And he's praising God and saying, yeah. Before I get back into my throne, I want you to know that I recognize mm-hmm. you're the boss, you command the armies of heaven, and And none can stay his hand or say unto him, What doest thou? Nobody can. And at the same oh, time... Oh, but it's, there's, there's one phrase you missed. Oh. According to his will in the army of heaven. And among the inhabitants of the earth. Oh. Mm. He controls both heaven and earth. Yeah. Heaven and earth. He puts up who he will. Mm-hmm. The hearts of kings is in his hand. 
-hmm. Promotion neither comes from the east nor from the west. Get that understanding, sir. Get that understanding, ma'am. Get that understanding, young person. Mm -hmm. It's all God. It's all God. And when you get it, you'll praise God and worship God. Read. At the same time, my reason turned unto me. While I was praising God, (laughs) my reason started coming back to me. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. The lights came on. Yeah. But notice, God didn't forget Nebuchadnezzar. Because a man that will put God where he's supposed to be put, notice what God will do for that man. Read on. And for the glory of my kingdom, mine honor and brightness returned unto me. Well. And my counselors and my lords sought unto me. Well. And I was established in my kingdom. Well. And excellent majesty was added unto me. (laughs) Now I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise and extol and honor the king of heaven, all whose works are truth (sighs) and his ways judgment. And those that walk in pride, he is able to abase. Oh, when Nebuchadnezzar got his understanding back and he began praising the God of heaven Mm -hmm. with an understanding, do you know what God does to those men? When you put God in his rightful place, he'll put you in yours. Nebuchadnezzar gets back in his kingdom. It's not that God doesn't want you to have honor, respect. It's not that he doesn't want people to counsel with you. It's just he wants you to understand this isn't your show. Mm -hmm. The purpose is inside of you. Nobody stole your purpose from you. They may be in the position that you think that, that you're supposed to occupy, but they didn't steal it from you. God can have them eating grass next week this time. That's right. That's right. You just keep being faithful. You stay loyal to God. You worship God with the understanding that he is in control of it all. And everything is unrolling and unraveling and unfolding exactly how he wants it to unfold. Jesus was the ultimate man of understanding and his ministry is punctuated with him walking up to people who by reason of everybody that observed who they were was labeled one thing but he called something else out of them Mm -hmm. Zacchaeus get down out of that tree man there's a disciple in you you're I, I know that you've been a tax collector, but let me draw, let me drop my bucket down into the deep waters of purpose that's inside of you mm-hmm. and draw that disciple out of you. You're not a crook. Pay back. Man with a withered hand, stretch that out. That's not who you are. The man laying on the on the on the on the mat, take it up and walk. That mm-hmm. that's not that's not who you are. Thomas, you're not a doubter. Handle me and see. Let, let, let me pull it out of you. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be the apostle Peter, Thomas. You can be who you are as long as you get an understanding of it. So I, 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 want, I want all of our listeners here today to understand. I want you to understand. It's in you. Get back to the house of God this weekend. 
Let the, let the man of God preach to you and drop his bucket in your soul. And don't you ever be intimidated that you're not somebody else. If you ever get frustrated, just be frustrated that you're not what God wants you to be. Mm-hmm. Not that you're not what he's letting someone else be. Mm-hmm. And if you will pursue the purpose that he's put inside of you, and you'll ask him to give you that understanding, you'll never struggle with d- depression. You'll never struggle with disappointment and, and intimidation and be insecure. And the kingdom of God will be better off because you'll be striving to be who he brought you in the kingdom to be. And when it does, everything works out better. Be a man of understanding.